0: Hi guys, and welcome back to the next episode of Boise Buys Podcast. It's been out a couple of weeks, something like that. Probably been a month. Not really sure, to be honest. All I know is the Spotify Wrapped came out about a week ago, and I've got all welled up. I've looked at my podcast Spotify Wrapped, and I had people sending it to me saying I was a top listen podcast, and it said that sixty-one people listened to my podcast more than anyone else. And just the fact that actual people listen to this bollocks I speak out of my mouth. It just makes me so happy. Like, I almost welled up. I actually did well up. So, not, st- not that much stuff usually makes me well up. This, obviously. And then watching... I like to sometimes just put myself through it and just whack on... Um, what you call them? Soldiers coming home. Like, American soldiers coming home. Surprising their kids. Fuck me. It gets me every time. Sometimes I just whack it on and just cry on a night just for the fucking hell of it. The best ones are when they're like in school and then the dad comes home, fuck mate, I'm getting choked up now, I need to stop. But yeah <laughs> Thank you everyone who's been watching it. I still find it mental. I can't believe people listen to me. I hope I am helping you out a bit. And I hope I help you pass some time during your day. I'm also gonna burp, which is fun. Nope, that ain't coming. But yeah. So what have I been up to? Last couple of weeks, I actually found another deal on Bidkit, which I've said before is an app you need. I think it's better if you actually go on it on the website and then you put like your postcode and I think you can do a 50 mile radius and it just shows you all the local collection stuff. But it's best to go like category by category. So like collectibles, toys, video games, business and that kind of thing. But yeah, I was looking through it one night, I was just chilling in my bed, and I came across this, it was like a Thunderbirds collection, I think it's down as Thunderbirds, Captain Scarlet collection, plates and models, etc. Which, to be honest, if I read that, like, it's not an exciting title, is it? And the first picture was a load of like decorative plates, back in the day, I think you used to get them in the back of newspapers and that, and people would always send away from, I think they were like 25, 30 quid back in the day, and they're really not worth much now, but yeah, pretty much, that was the first picture, but I just scrolled through the rest of them, and after the first two pictures, which was the plates, a load of pictures, which I literally just took to the tip, and a load of magazines, and then the second picture was like VHSs, so still not worth anything, but after that it was all just toys, like boxed, vehicles, box play sets, carded figures, some of the figures did have like mouse bites out of it where they'd in the cards and that, just cut around it, just cut the figures out, don't like doing that because obviously it detracts value, but I don't think people would really want to buy a figure with a bit of fucking rat shit on it or mouse shit on it or mouse bites, but yeah, so done what I had to do, took one for the team, but yeah, went through it and it literally had like 10 minutes left so I had to quickly message my mate and I was like, what do you think of this? I didn't have to message him, but I showed, sent him a picture and he was like, yeah, it looks good. And we were both looking stuff up and I ended up valuing it up at around £900 on the low side, on the seriously low side. So I was like, yeah, I'll definitely go for it. I whacked a little um, snipe on it on Gixson for 380 and I won it for the £300 all-in price. Like the start price. He was about an hour and a half away from me. So I went to pick it up last Saturday. All good. Turned up to his house. I was driving down these roads. These country roads. Fucking hell. Like I'm about to start singing Ed Sheeran. But yeah. Um, I was driving down these country. Fucking hell. I can't speak. I was driving down these country roads. And the houses were huge. Like These these houses were absolutely whamalini. Like huge motherfuckers. So I was like. I was talking to myself. As you do. I was like. Yeah this. This bloke's house is going to be huge. Had like a certain name of it. I'm not going to say the name. But. I turned up to it. I drove past it. I was like. Oh my days. This house is huge. I had to turn around. Because obviously I drove past it. I turned up. And it was double gates. I was like. Yeah this bloke's got bread. This bloke's got absolute war buttons. So I turned up at his gate. And I called him. I was like. Mate I'm just at your gate. as. I've said gate another, shall I say it five or six more times? But yeah, I was at his gate and he let me in and I pulled up to, this guy's house literally looked like the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air's house. It was absolutely huge. He had all these Piffalini cars out the front, which is also another word for nice. But yeah, pen cars out the front, huge garage. And he was like, yeah, it's all in the um, outhouse, mate. If you want to just pull, pull around there. And he was like, oh, where have you come from? I said, Ipswich. And he was like, oh, if you need to use the toilet or anything, it's in the pool house. This motherfucker had a swimming pool with a little house next to it. Huge, absolutely huge house. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, so anyway, I took that chance. I was like, yes, I need a wee. Didn't need one at all, but I just wanted to have a look around. But anyway, he was also like, do you want a drink? So I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll grab a drink, mate. I'll grab water. Went around the back of his garden that sounds a bit bit iffy doesn't it went around the back of his garden but yeah went around the back and he had like tennis courts massive garden his kitchen was amazing but yeah so i'm going to stop fanboying over this bloke but pretty much i went and picked it up and i walked into the room where it all was and he had like a collection of rc cars absolutely mental collection of them like all over the place Got talking to him and he said he wants to sell everything so i was like yeah just send me pictures of what you want to get rid of and he's like are you into like hi-fi and all that i was like yeah i love it mate love a bit of hi-fi know absolutely nothing about it i don't really like selling it either because it's so heavy but we'll get on to that in a bit but so i thought he's going to send me pictures of like the like the the cars and the model cars and that i got home and he's like yeah i'll, I'll send you some tonight and tomorrow and he started sending through like hi-fi stuff. But it was all like the top brands like Bose. And like, what were they Cambridge Audio. He had all these speakers, these projectors. Is it Bank or BenQ? I don't know. A load of projectors of that. Like, pr- like pretty much new. And then there was a load of like Betamax players. And video players. And the recorders and all that kind of stuff. And then there was like a load of Walkmans. And I love selling Walkmans because they're so small and some of them are worth crazy money. And the, the one he had, the first one I looked up, it was called like Sony WM4, which shows pretty much it's like, well, in my eyes, it's like the fourth Walkman that came out. I'm probably wrong there. But yes, yeah, it's a very early one. And I've looked it up on eBay and for parts or not working, it was like 65, 70 quid. So I knew I definitely wanted that. He wanted to get rid of everything in one lot. And then there was another Walkman, which was, I can't remember the model number, but it came with the headphones and the case and that. And I looked it up and the money had sold for spares or repairs for 100 quid. So I knew this stuff was worth good money. So anyway, I took my time adding up all the stuff and like priced everything up as like either not working or working, but a low price. And it all came out to around nineteen hundred pounds, and that was again on the low side with me still not adding in like some of the Betamax players and that, because I never knew how heavy these Betamax players are. They're absolutely mental. It's like lifting up a paving slab. But anyway, so I added it all up. It's worth around nineteen hundred quid. I didn't really want it because it's all like bulky stuff. I was having. I would have needed to test it and all that. And I pretty much messaged my mate. I was like, what, how much do you reckon I should offer? I was thinking of offering like six, 700 quid. And he was like, 300 quid, mate, it's a lot of testing. So I was like, yeah. So I literally sent the bloke an offer of 300 quid, thinking, yeah, he ain't going to accept that. And it like a couple of days went past. I thought, oh, shit, I've probably offended him. And then he came back and he was like, yeah, that sounds good, mate. I, I could do with a space, to be honest. You'll probably get 300 quid back for the Bose system. And then everything else is gravy on top for you. I was thinking, what an absolute legend. I told him what I'd do. And he was loving it. He was loving meeting someone with, as he said, entrepreneurial spirit. I thought, mate, I'd do anything for you if you want to give me some dealsies. But yeah, what am I saying? Yeah, he was buzzing with the price. And he was like, yeah, pick it up when you can. So I went down this Friday with my mate. And we went down in his van and picked it up. My friend was amazed by his house as well and was taking pictures and sending it to his missus. Absolutely mental house. bloke was loving showing. He had this speaker in there. And he was, again, he said, are you into hi-fi? And I said, to be honest, mate, I have no clue. But it looks like a nice piece of equipment. But this, like, speaker, like like a big piece of marble with, like, a gold wheel in it. Great explanation, Josh. You can really picture it, can't you? But, yeah, pretty much it looked like, yeah, a green piece of marble. Is there such a thing as that? With, like, a gold circle, as I said. But, yeah, it was amazing. It looked beautiful. The sound of it was crazy. But, yeah, we picked it up. And before that, actually, we went to a place called Harlow. And, Jesus Christ, Harlow is not nice. I'm sorry if you live in Harlow. I'm sure there is some nice places. But the places I went, I felt like I was in the favelas in bloody Brazil. All I expected was someone with an intervention to fucking snipe me. Call of Duty reference. If you get that, hit me up. But yeah, I did not did not like that area. So we got out there quickly and went to some other village that was quite posh. Tried to find some more chemist stuff, but, you know, it just didn't happen. But anyway, I picked this stuff up and he said he's going to sort out the rest of his stuff over Christmas and send me some more pictures of some remote controlled cars and all that kind of thing i told him i can offer a bit more stronger but he seemed unlike that kind of stuff but he seemed buzzing with the 300 quid for the hi-fi so you know i did lowball him but i didn't really want the stuff but he accepted it so kind of had to go through with it but yeah came back with my mate took about two hours to get home and i was absolutely starving we're out all day just driving we were going to go off places, but it was just a, the traffic was a bit of a madness. So we came back and I, was, we were grabbing a kebab for his family. So I thought oh, I'll just get myself a little kebab. I got a chicken sheesh kebab, and Jesus Christ, I bit into it and it was like pink. I was like, oh, lovely. So I obviously, just spat that out, and I thought I'll leave it in my car as I drive home. I might get home and it might be better. I don't know why I thought that. Like it's going to cook even more whilst it's just sat in my car. So I got home. Again, it was pink. So I obviously dashed that in the bin. Had some Weetabix for dinner. You know, have you ever had them... I'm saying it like you're going to be able to reply back to me. But like the mini Weetabix with the chocolate chips in them. I feel like I live off them at the moment. Probably because I'm too lazy to make other food. But yeah. Also... The reason i wanted a that kind of kebab is because i've actually got a gallstone which is dead as fuck because i think it was like in january or february i was quite i was quite a fat cunt to be fair so i probably deserved having one but um i'd like wake up in the middle of the night and i'd just be having like attacks i think they call them gallstone attacks i might have just made that up probably have just made that up to be honest But yeah, I was having them. The pain was absolutely mental. Like I'd go to the toilet and then come out and I'd just be curled up in a ball on the floor outside my bathroom. Just like in the fetal position, just in the craziest pain. And then we'd call the ambulance to get them out. And as soon as they got there, it'd be like 10 minutes before the pain would go. So I'd be like, well, I ain't really got much going on. And I went to the doctors originally. I think, I'm think i just giving you my life story. It's meant to be a reselling podcast. But I'll keep going. I went to the doctors. And the woman was like. Yeah you've definitely just got an upset stomach. I was thinking. I'm not a fucking pussy. I'm not cr- fucking crying on the floor. Because I've got an upset stomach. But she was like. Yeah that's definitely what it is. And then a couple of months later. I had another attack. I went to the hospital. My mum took me there. Because I couldn't fucking drive in that pain. And. She could, she's she's a nurse and she didn't know what was going on with me because obviously she doesn't know everything. And um I went in there and they like, Oh yeah, you've you've got a gallstone. I came out, said to my mum, she's like, Oh yeah, your nan had a gallstone, and so did your granddad. Oh and so did your nan on the other side. I was like, Oh thanks for finding out earlier, mum. Really appreciate it. Been in pain for about fucking three months, but yeah, it's fine. So yeah, since then I've been waiting to get an operation. To get it taken out, and I've literally been eating like fuck all fat. Like, say if I get a meal deal now, I I have to check like the fat quantity in everything. I haven't had like chips for since like January, February, or any chocolate and that kind of thing. It's good though because I've lost loads of weight, I've gone down from like an XL to like a medium slash large, and I'm feeling good for it. So I guess it was kind of a bit of a blessing. I mean, the pain wasn't a blessing. Fuck it now. Pain was horrible. Sorry, I'm just chatting pure smack. But yeah, been on a waiting list since then. It's been quite fun. I'm probably addicted to sugar as well because sugar don't have much fat in it. I don't think. Like sweets, I have so many sweets. I feel like Willy fucking Wonka. Oh, he had a chocolate factory. I'm sure you've done some kind of sweets as well. But yeah, like I'm absolutely living off. Flying saucers. It's like crack cocaine to me. I'm like... Sometimes I wake up and... Oh. Don't fancy some flying saucers. So I'll just go to the shop and grab some. And then them rainbow... Rainbow belts I think they call them. Fucking hell. That's like my cocaine. I'm thinking of my... Next time I get home I might just sniff them up. Just for the fucking hell of it. Just for another high. <laughs> Never done crack or coke before. right? But sugar's like my crack but yeah I've been waiting on a waiting list to get this fucking gallstone out for since February and then I went to the doctors like last month and they are like oh yeah we'll put you on the emergency list now I was thinking fucking hell mate what, what list have I been on before what have I just been oh if you can fit him in we'll get we'll get out they told me like to not eat any fat at all so I've been lean as fuck but yeah I'm just chatting my pure smack um, yeah. <laughs> anyway moving on I've given you my little life story and chap your smack in your ear some of you will probably be like fucking hell I came for the reseller mate I didn't come to hear your life story but that's what you got that's what you got just recording this in my bed because otherwise I just feel a bit regimented just like sat at my desk with like some notes reading through it but yeah what have I been selling recently my eBay's been kind of dying a death recently because Amazon's been doing a bit mad. But I think i am running out of stock on Amazon, so that's a bit of a bastard with like 14 days left till Christmas. I don't think that's enough time for me to send another shipment in. Might do one on Monday and just see what happens. If it gets checked in, it does. If it don't, I've missed it. But sales have been mental. My October was my best October ever. And so is my November. I don't think my December is going to be quite as good. Because I've sold out of most of my stock. But the board games have been going well for me. The stuff from like independent toy shops. I went again with my with my mate the other day. His name's Dan. I'm just going to say I went with Dan the other day. Because saying my mate it just makes me sound like a fucking 12 year old. So I went with Dan the other day. And we went to some toy master. It's kind of... I think it, i don't even know where it was to be honest but we walked in there and they had all these connects on sale and that kind of thing and literally as soon as i sent them into amazon they were gone for like three times the money that i paid so a bit of a banging buy there and also down to speaking him was like do you have any of like the displays you don't use and they were selling the pokemon card like displays like the shop displays so we got I think you know, like you see the cubes in like the game stores and that advertising. So, we've got like two boxes full of them. I think they have four cubes in each of them. We've got a couple of giant displays of so you'll see them in shops. There'll be like a giant display of a giant card. So, we've got a couple of them. I haven't listed them yet. They'd probably fly at Christmas. I probably need to get them listed. there there's a couple of other store displays as well as a a Lego minifigure one of them, you know like one of the lego minifigure bags that you can get for like three quid but it was like one of the giant advertising ones i think it's a marvel one and that was like 15 quid something like that i think that goes for around 50 still need to list that as well i've got so much ebay stock it's actually disgusting but i keep finding crazy deals and I, you just can't leave them like that hi-fi i didn't want it but i couldn't leave it for 300 quid because it's worth probably two grand Two grand plus because I picked it up the other day and it's just mental. There's more stuff than I thought was there. The Bose system is just fucking beautiful, to be honest. I'll say it like I'm really into surround sound. Really don't give a shit. Also, when you're rich, why are you just spending like 10 grand on surround sound? Just go cinema, mate. I guess if you manage, you just love your own cinema, don't you? But yeah, just I feel like rich people just love a bit of surround sound. And I'm always there to buy it. Buy it from them after, but yeah, check on Bidkit, see what you can find. Check in. I think they put under consumer electronics. Sometimes you can find some crazy deals on there. You can do the, you can do the price like minimum at hundred quid or maximum a tenner. I've picked up some Morant, is it Morants or something like that? CD players in the past for like five. Now they go for like fifty. But yeah, you can find some mad uh, deals on there. What else have I been selling? I don't know if I said in my last podcast, I went to a chemist and cleared it out. That might be what, what my last podcast was about, to be honest. But yeah, I cleared out an old chemist pretty much, and got a load of discontinued stuff. I've already made my money back on it. I paid two hundred quid, and I've only sold like three or four items. I already made my money back. I sold a old Wilkinson sword, like sealed razor for twenty five quid. I sold a vintage Stella perfume. I think I paid like 38, 39 quid for that there. And it sold for £120 plus postage. So that was a bit of a mental one. Also got two Lynxes. Like I absolutely love selling Lynx. But these weren't even that old, probably like five, ten years old maybe max. It was like I don't know if you, you might well some of you will know Lynx. It was like the twist cap where it pops up. But yeah, it was called Sharp Focus. And I sold it for 35 quid for one can, and then I sold the second can to the same person for 30 quid. So, 65 quid for two cans of links is absolutely mental. I don't know what these people are doing. Like, fair enough, I guess it would look good in the collection. People can collect what they want, can't they? But I feel like I always find links and always sell it for crazy money. Just keep your eye out for it. And then I've also sold what else has gone out of that bundle? There was something else, but I can't remember. I also sold another Ipswich shirt out of the original big buy I made. I think I paid like 30, 30 or 50 quid for the bundle of Ipswich shirts. And I'm already like up to like six, pounds £700 worth of sales. And it's absolutely mental. I just sold another one the other day for £140. It's kind of like I had it up for like 170 and someone offered me 120 and I counted it. 150 but then I was thinking as soon as I counted I was like oh you should have just sit. accepted the 120 so like left it for like 6 hours and then they came back like would you take 140 never accepted something so quick I was like yes take that right now I'll send it out today for you so that's gone hopefully you'll like it it's, it wasn't even the best condition but it was just from the 80s so it was rare also just got back from going to see my grandpa today he lives like two hours away from us, so we like go see him like, like every couple of months. He ain't that he ain't very well, but we're not here to chat about that. But we went to this pub, nice pub, nice little pub meal. We actually booked him for the Christmas dinner, but my mum didn't pick up the phone, so they just put us on the, put us on a normal table. But fair enough. My mum doesn't pick up her phone. Um, but yeah, we got there, and I've never known such angry bar staff. They just. They had the biggest frowns on their motherfucking faces. Motherfucking faces. Like I say that all the time. But yeah, they had the biggest fucking frowns on their face. They looked just pissed off that we were eating. they just come over and grab stuff off the table, see when we are done, but they just wouldn't smile, wouldn't speak. I was like, oh, lovely. So I just gave them a nice little fucking two-pound tip. I was like, nah, you ain't having much, love. Like that, like, I had a ten-pound note, but I was like, there's no chance these motherfuckers are getting the tenner out of me probably should have tipped them that because the bill was like 180 quid but fuck them (laughs) they were a little bit they were pricks so i just gave them like two pound i think we i think we gave them like a fiver in total but yeah i don't even know why i told you that but staying in the podcast i don't really edit these at all i've also been trying to learn about these nfts because i feel like i know it's a gary v thing and like there's a lot of people making a lot of money out of it and it's just following the curve in it but Also, I feel like if I can get into flipping them, then I think that could be a cool thing to put on the Instagram and like on the YouTube videos. Just if I can help people flip NFTs. Obviously, I know fuck all about them at the moment. I'm trying to learn. Speaking to another friend on Instagram and he got me into it. But like the potential in them is insane. And I think they're just going to become bigger and bigger. There's an app called Vive, and that's all like Marvel collectibles and shit like that that's just mental it's so hard to get on them drops but yeah it's something to look into but i just think i'm going to try and get into flipping them and just see how it goes because again it's another thing that people can get into if once i once i learn i can i will put like six six months to a year into it before i share but if i actually enjoy it and i'm able to flip stuff pretty easily i'll share it on here and like let you know the best ways to do it but obviously at the moment i know fuck all so i don't copy anything i say i'm chatting like out my ass at the moment but once i get flipping i'll be fucking loving it absolutely living the life of the nfts i see people just absolutely loving the nfts so so like the sports cards if i put in as much research as i did into them i should be all gravy i should be able to make some money on them but yeah always looking at different ways to make money if you haven't already check my YouTube channel, I've been putting some videos out on there. I was trying to do it every day of January, but no, of January. That would be fucking fun because it hasn't been yet. But every day of December, but I only don't like three days. So, you know, you've got to take what you, what you can. But because some months I don't even put out any videos. But yeah, check it out. Oh, that voice crack was lovely. Check it out. Check some videos on there. Hopefully you learn some stuff. Thank you for listening to this. I've babbled pure shit into your ear for 25 minutes now. So I won't waste any more of your time. Thank you for watching and I'll see you on the next one.